We'll start with some basic questions. The sky is... In a world where it feels like nothing is as it seems... Blue. It's blue, of course. Oh, the sky's blue. The sky is blue. One plus one is... Two. 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 There's at least one truth we thought was indisputable. And the Earth is... Flat. Flat. The Earth is flat. My reality, my senses tell me that the Earth is flat and stationary. Or so I thought. But for the people attending the first Flat Earth International Conference here in Cary, North Carolina, their Earth is indisputably not round. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Keeping It Raw. I am Raw. And yeah, today we're talking about Flat Earthers. Why? I have no idea. It just seemed interesting, and I want to get into it and kind of talk to you about what this all means. Uh, I'm sorry to be so excited about it, but here we go. A Flat Earther. Let me play the rest of the intro. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so a Flat Earther is someone who believes that the earth is flat. Okay, seems pretty fair. But the concept seems so outlandish. So I try to approach this with an open mind. I wanted to be able to understand why flat earthers believe what they believe, why they believe the earth is flat, why it makes sense. And so that's what this podcast is. So a flat earther is somebody who believes the earth is flat. Okay, got it. I understand that. But why would they believe that? Doesn't nature tell you that it's not? Doesn't the uh, centuries of people making maps and going out of space, uh, going to outer space, uh, people sailing the earth, doesn't flying around the earth, doesn't all this make sense to you? No. Well, why? So their idea in when we look at a map, we look and envision it as a globe, okay? Because growing up in school, you've seen plenty of globes. You've seen pictures from outer space, you know, uh, and it's a ball, okay? A flat earther approaches this with skepticism. They consider everything from NASA to be a lie and unbelievable. They say we didn't go to the moon. They say we never uh, flew across. Sorry about that. The iPhone heard me say they say we never flew across the world, uh, the Earth. They say that we've never launched into outer space. They say that all the pictures of the Earth are fake. Uh, so there are a lot of these concepts. So everything pretty much that NASA has ever said or ever uh, tried to prove, they disprove by just simply saying that, no, we don't believe it. Okay. So... What their theory is, when they look at a map, the Flat Earthers map all generally look the same. They look like a circle, okay? The outer edge of the circle is ice. The very center of the map is ice. And everything around it is uh, our oceans and bodies of water as we know them. They don't dispute the shape of the continents um uh that's pretty much that so the center let's talk about the center of the map i said it was ice the center of the map is the north pole around the north pole uh everything else is um 
is uh, just regular landmass and ocean. The outside, which I said was ice also, is Antarctical, Antarctica. And they say that uh, that ice is basically what keeps us from uh, falling off the edge of the earth, okay, the flat earth. Uh, they say that we're covered in a dome, like a snow globe, and everything inside is our, uh, basically, is our world, is earth, okay? And so what they've tried to do is disprove uh, everything else, the fact that it's a ball, all this other stuff. They try to disprove that. One way they try to disprove it is that one guy decided to make his own rocket, get inside of it, and shoot himself up as high as possible so that he can take pictures to prove that he was right. It was a miserable failure. He went to the hospital. It was his own rocket. What's the guy thinking? Stupid. Uh, And then they also meet at Flat Earth Conventions, and they discuss everything. I tried to be open-minded about it because I wanted to understand why would they go against what nature teaches them, right? Why would they? And so I kind of understood a couple things. So I would understand skepticism towards a government agency. Okay, I would get that. I mean, they hid Area 51 from us, and then that was later revealed. You know, There's a ton of things that the government lies about, right, or misleads or tries to just hide. But And so I understand the concept of you know, not trusting. Okay. Then I understood the concept of it being more difficult to believe what we do have, which is that the, not only is the earth round, but it is rotating 24 hours a day and takes 365 rotations around the sun, uh, on a continuous loop and how difficult that would be. Right. Because not only is the earth circle but it's on an tilted on an axis and so that's why the two for this axis are you know are frozen antarctica are that's the second time i said that antarctica and um and the north pole (laughs) the whole idea though that uh there's an equator to offset that kind of proves like why it's hotter around the equator, just because that's closer to the sun. So then you also have the seasonal things. Why are there seasons? So if we're in a flat earth and we're in a globe, why is it hotter in some times of the year and colder? And so what they say is that the earth is basically going up and down, getting closer and further from the earth, and that causes... uh, (laughs) That causes why it's, you know, hotter in the summer and colder in the winter, just because when the earth is further away, uh, it's saying basically that the center of the universe is around the earth. And that is retarded to me. I mean, when you have all these stars, when you have all these planets also orbiting, it's kind of difficult to, I mean, when you have the moon, I mean, they say that the moon itself isn't real. They say that it's just a, uh, just based on the the uh, the uh, movement of the sun. They say all it is. So they they don't believe in gravity. Also, okay, they don't believe in gravity. Uh, they don't believe that the waves of the ocean are determined by the moon and how far and how close it is. Uh, they say that the waves happen as a result of a magnet underneath the flat Earth. Oh, this whole concept is 
bonkers. Okay. So while I opened my mind to try to understand this, all I got was more information of how stupid this whole concept is. So not only is it stupid that it's flat, not only is it stupid that there's some kind of magnet determining the waves uh, of the ocean, not only is it stupid that the uh, sun is on some kind of yo-yo bouncing up and down over our globe that is also fake, not only is it stupid that our border of our flat earth is surrounded by a layer of frozen Antarctica, and that's why we can't go any further Beyond all of that ridiculous evidence, ridiculous thought, logic that proves away all of this craziness, beyond all of it, is also the fact that there was this one guy that started this whole mess. His theory was in order to prove, okay, so what he was doing was he was, he got a friend to go on a boat and there was this river he put the guy on a boat put him on a river and had him sail away and he had a telescope so he was looking at his friend and he said if the earth is is round then when he gets a mile down the river i won't be able to see him anymore what happened was the guy got six miles down the river and he was still able to see him so then he thought oh this proves that the earth is flat because I could see him six miles away. You know, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb because you could see somebody for miles on a clear, okay, on a clear field. You can see somebody for miles, okay? You could even go high and see somebody for miles. But it doesn't mean that six miles was his limit. He saw him at six miles and said, the what happened when he got past six miles? That's the question I have. Like, what happened when this guy got to seven miles? Could he still see him, or did he just not care? Right? Uh, so, whenever something goes over uh, a curve, right? Because, let's say you're on a plain road. Everybody knows when you're driving down the road, and it's a straight road. And everybody knows that eventually you can't see what's up ahead, Right? Because it's so far that the curve of the earth causes it to be to not be able to be seen. Everybody's had this come up before. Everybody's noticed this before. And as you get closer, you start seeing things right better because the curve of the earth, you're moving with the curve of the earth. Okay. The way they explain these curves and why things aren't easily seen is they say that there are dips in the earth that cause things... Yeah, this is so bonkers. So, for instance, they got on a boat and they saw this other boat in the distance. And the boat, because it got so far away, it was seemed like it was going down. What they said was there was a dip in the ocean that caused it. (laughs) Yes, this is true. This is the truth. There was a dip in the ocean that caused it to actually go down in Uh, Like the concept is ridiculous because if there was a dip, then the dip eventually goes back up. So you'd be able to see it again at some point, right? Like if the earth was flat, we'd be able to see China from here. Okay. So this whole idea, if the earth was, okay, so China, okay, it's far away, right? So maybe there's a chance you wouldn't be able to see it. But let's take the tallest mountain in the world. 
Mount Everest. If it's so tall, why aren't I able to see it from here? Why, why can't I see the Empire State Building from here? So this whole idea is just ridiculous. Now, they do believe, however, in climate change, which is scary. <laughs> right? So scary because with global warming, and they call it, they acknowledge it as global warming, global, globe, globe, circle, round, spherical. They're, they're, so, of course, their whole reservation is that because of global warming, the ended, uh, the, uh, the wall of ice that protects us all on this flat earth will melt away and we'll all just fall off. So when asked about, um, you know, going to the moon, do you think we went to the moon? Do you think we went to, and they say, no, we didn't go. They say that the rockets that go up have nobody in them. The astronauts are just actors. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that whole concept is, that's a, okay, this is a sketchy side of it because they, a couple of years ago, a lot of people started coming out saying, oh, we didn't really land on the moon, okay? That they were just image, right? They were just an image. They were in a studio. People have said that for years, okay? But recently, it's it came back up. And I do kind of understand where the skepticism of, all, uh, of it all comes from. Uh, really, it comes from one, uh, this is from 1969 when we went to the uh, went to the moon, and when you're thinking about all the advancements that we have and have not made since then, I mean, in 1969, we're talking about 50 years ago, we went to the moon, and in the last 50 years, we've done nothing of significant value in reference to uh, space travel at all. So I get that side of it, you know, that, wow, 50 years ago we went to the moon and since then we've done all this other stuff, but really our space travel hasn't improved. Why? Is it just our way of coping with the fact that we're not where we thought we'd be right now, right? So here's what uh, round earthers are trying to help. (laughs) Okay, so here's what round earthers are doing about this. So a bunch of scientists tried to get together uh, uh, these flat earthers to have them come out and, you know, prove to them that, hey, the earth is round. The way it ended, uh, while the flat earthers were proven wrong, stuck to their same talking points. And so it didn't matter what they were able to prove. It didn't matter what was right before them. Here's one of the ways they proved it. They set up, uh, you know, this little... uh, they set up a table and telescopes and they told these other scientists to go 10 miles out with these large balloons. And if they're 10 miles out and the earth is flat on a plain surface, you should be able to see them 10 miles out. Well, they couldn't. So they had him raise them up, raise up the balloons and they still couldn't see him 10 miles away. They raise them higher. Still couldn't see him. They raised them to 45 feet in the air. And finally at 10 miles, 45 feet in the air, they were able to see, which meant to, which told them the earth is curved at such a great uh, curvature that they had to raise it so high at 45 feet in the air uh, in order to see it 10 miles away on a flat, uh, on a uh, plain surface. 
So um, another test they did was they got a boat with a huge flag on it, and they went, uh, I think, five miles, and all of a sudden the flag, you couldn't see it in the distance. Uh, you could only see half the flag, okay? So what the flat earthers commonly say, the phrase they use, one of the phrases they use is uh, Fata Morgana. Fata Morgana is basically another word, way of saying mirage, that you could only see half the flag in the distance. You could only see the balloon uh, at uh, a horizontal line 10 miles away, even though it was 45 feet in the air. The only way, reason you could see it at the horizontal line is because of Fata Morgana, that basically it's a mirage. What a mirage is is when the heat rays of the sun mix with the cool air that it creates a you know that watery effect that uh, a mirage creates you've seen it in cartoons you get it <laughs> but that's basically their talking point in their dispute of this huge piece of evidence that was just put in front of them their reasoning is oh it's just it's just a mirage you know that's it's just oh my gosh how dumb now, having said all that, I want to get back to the NASA thing and the moon thing because this last piece of information that I'm going to be giving you is going to make you question everything. Maybe it's going to further fire that conspiracy theorist that's in us all. And that is that one thing I heard a flat earther say that caused me to look into it is that he said that NASA destroyed the evidence. I'm sorry, NASA destroyed the ability to get to the moon. And I thought that was an interesting way to phrase that, right? Destroyed the evidence to the uh, regarding the ability to get to the moon. So what does that mean? I looked into it, and there is a NASA uh, coordinator and flight instructor that kind of talked about this. He said that um, that new technology is developed every day and old technology is outdated. Okay. He said, and I remind you, it's been 50 years now since we went to the moon. He says that um, what happened with the space program is that when we started looking at different missions to do, we went to the moon. Now we're looking at the next step. Now we're looking at the next step that the technology went away, that the factories that built a lot of the prototypes, a lot of the required uh, mechanics, those factories shut down, that the people who were behind developing the plan, the technology, developing the, the, um, the science around getting to the moon, those people all went on to move to different jobs. Um, <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> uh, and says basically that, uh, you know, everybody moved on, you know, we don't know how to get to the moon because everybody moved on. And they're saying that it, to get to the moon, they don't, they can't just break out a blueprint. You know, they have to redo all of the technology and it's not an easy thing and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I'm thinking, it's not important to get to the moon, first of all. Nobody cares about going back to the moon. But you're saying that 50 years after we went to the moon, that nobody's quite smart enough to get back to the moon if we really wanted to or needed to? Like, we're supposed to, 
we're supposed to believe this? Oh my goodness. I I mean, there is some skepticism that in us all about the moon landing, right? I mean, most of us are like, you know, why would they lie about that? Was it really just a was it just a nation thing? Like were we just trying to prove that we're the number one nation? Like were we just we had gone to space already, but now I mean, <laughs> we landed on the moon. So, I mean, think what you want, get what you want from that, take what you want, whatever. I'm just saying, like, I, so his mindset was, okay, you know, well, why do you think it takes three years to develop a new car, you know, uh, when the car DNA is 90% the same DNA from the last car? You know, why does it take, uh, you know, 10 years to develop a new airplane when the DNA behind uh, the mechanics of an airplane, 90% are the same as the old airplane, right? And I get that, you know, it does take time to develop new, but we're talking about 50 years uh, and you wouldn't be able to replicate like, the, <laughs> I I don't know, like, you're basically saying like, oh, we're we're smart, but we don't have the same minds working on it, basically. Oh, whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the flat earth and just I approached this open minded. I wanted to understand. And I just came out like completely like I never thought I was pro globe, but I'm pro globe. If that's the way you're supposed to say that. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening. That's enough. Thanks for listening <laughs> to Keeping It Raw. Remember to keep it raw. Why am I going to say that? All right. Bye. Talk to you later.